Jurassic Welcome. <laughs> so, Megan and I have been off air, and we've been talking <laughs> because we have some exciting news. We're in the same room right now, we recording at the same recording. time. <laughs> we are in the same place at the exact same time. Yes. I have flown back from Norway to mm -hmm. just meet up with Megan to do the recording. Yeah, yeah. And I flew back from New York. <laughs> just for this Just moment. for this time. <laughs> There's <laughs> only this going on in our life. Uh, no. No, but it's really exciting. And it's it's yeah. actually quite fun. To, like now We can actually have a real conversation. <laughs> a real conversation. And record. Like, it, I don't know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So, we're really excited. Hopefully... You guys also really enjoy this episode today. We're going to talk a lot about how season two, how we kind of uh, created it, what we, all of the things that we had to do behind the scenes to get all of the amazing guests that we had in season two. And uh, yeah, so I hope you guys really enjoy this one. This is our little bonus episode today. So <laughs> yes. hopefully you like it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Where do we? Like, I don't know how to record a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're in, in real, the, yeah. real time. I don't know that we know how to do that. We don't. Uh, <laughs> so this is I, new. Exactly. So I think. I mean, yeah. And actually, yeah. that's one funny thing to maybe start with is like we've been doing Google Hangouts and yeah. like using that to record all of our episodes in like mm -hmm. completely different time zones, like totally remote. Yep. And this entire show has literally been built on that. <laughs> exactly. So this is this is why it's kind of weird for us to record. No, but in it's this exciting. Yeah. It's it's you know something new, and I think this whole podcast has just been something new for us to do Definitely. all of the time. And uh, the timing and coincidence has worked out just well yeah. enough for us to be able to meet up in person here exactly. in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's so, yeah. very exciting. <laughs> all right, so I think like just uh start off like you know beginning of season two we really didn't know what we were <laughs> going to do <laughs> no, after the didn't. first season it was just like well we need a little break because that was a lot of work like mm -hmm. just learning about everything and setting everything up and like mm -hmm. buying microphone like everything, everything <laughs> square one it. Yep. it was all very new and yeah. very uh time consuming i mean it, the season two was time consuming too right. but um <laughs> you know we needed that little bit of a break and we needed to kind of figure out what our next direction was and, and mm -hmm. what we were going to do for this next season Definitely. and so we had a little bit of a break and we started planning and started talking and season two evolved and here we are. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I and I think it was like, what was it, December of 2020 that we actually yeah. started to really set up kind of our theme and what we wanted to kind of achieve. Yes, in when this we season. started talking about it and mm -hmm. and over the holidays, we took a little bit of a break. And yep. I think right away in 2021, yep. I think January, we started having regular video calls brainstorming. and brainstorming sessions yeah. like what do we want to do next how do yeah. we want to go about this and and what are our goals for this season and so I think we really ran with the interviews because that's kind of how we ended season one and we really uh, wanted to go and and reach out to more people and start doing more content just like that yeah. um, and it turned out really really well yeah so I guess to your point about mm -hmm. reaching out to more people right because we we had a lot like 
we we kind of we knew that we wanted at at that point in like end of January we really knew we wanted to mm-hmm. like find people around the world like that was yep. kind of our goal and because we're called Design Atlas we're like ah oh, let's run with that idea that's yeah. really fun <laughs> like it's a global thing like everybody is you know if every if we can get like different people with uh, different accents and like yeah. all that and, and we audio, had a lot of success with the, the couple of interviews that we did yeah. with our friends and the, who in we know one. in season yeah. one yep. yeah and so I think that sort of sparked that transition into what we did for season two um and eventually you know we reached out to a bunch of people we got a couple of no responses (laughs) i don't know that we ever got any like direct no's but we uh some people never messaged us back but we had a lot of people say yes and we're very excited we even have some people on a wait list (laughs) interview in the future um so it turned out to be a really interesting time and we had to do a ton of research to find all to of find these, our amazing to find people. all of these amazing people that exactly. we interviewed because we didn't know hardly any of them. No. We really only <laughs> we knew, didn't know any. We knew we, Alan. Okay, we, yeah, we actually we did know, and we knew Bashar and Bashar. Yeah, Alan and Bashar. So we each had one person from this did, season yeah. that we did know personally, <laughs> right. um, but the the rest of the you know nine people yeah yeah because there was 11 nine people we didn't actually know we reached out to them and out of the blue and Mm -hmm. uh really like stuck ourselves out there and and got some really great responses from them yeah yeah and i and like i think you know we used a variety of sources to really find Mm -hmm. our people (laughs) because we we looked for i mean we went on like linkedin and we checked like uh, dribble, or dribble or Behance, Behance and, and different uh, design TikTok agencies. And <laughs> we literally went all over the internet and just yeah. like tried to find people. I think I found one, um, one of them. I don't remember who right now, but it was like a, mm-hmm. on a website for mm-hmm. like their website that they yes, had made or something. Uh, I think it, that was was either, Josie Young. it was either Josie or yeah. Julie, one yeah. of the two. Yeah. Um, yeah, we and then there was two of them, uh, Nolan and both Saskia and Colin. Yeah. I found on TikTok, <laughs> just randomly scrolling through my TikTok feed as yeah. one does, and it was really cool. Um, Nolan, I actually asked to be on the show during one of his TikTok lives, which was really exciting. And he even uh, said yes he said during yes, the live, right? During the live in front of a handful of people, which exactly. was really cool. I don't remember how many people were in his live no. then, but um, it was really cool. And then uh, Saskia and Colin, they came up on my feed uh, right after Jens and I had the conversation of like, well, let's get somebody who's been to Antarctica right. before. And we were having some issues trying to find people and look up people. And then mm. I, they just popped up on my uh, TikTok feed. And I was like, <laughs> these guys these are who we need to get on the show yeah no and i i mean everybody's stories like we obviously did our research to make sure that Mm -hmm. we got quality uh people Mm -hmm. and i think when we started to email them or dm them or write them on linkedin like telling like conveying what we were trying to do Mm -hmm. really helped us like to just tell them like yeah we don't know everybody yet because that was still at the time that we were still looking for people but we did kind of it was easy to find or like just convey the project and like kind Mm -hmm. of get more people on board on the project because of like speaking of the global perspective and like getting different international designers in our in our episode in our episodes so Mm -hmm. yeah it was really really fun yeah we uh, definitely had that like goal of trying to get certain number of people from certain areas so that Mm -hmm. helped us in our search it wasn't just 
we have a whole world to find and we're like right. no we want at least one person from this area and at least one person from this right. area and somebody who can talk about this subject and so um that helped us mm-hmm. narrow our search down and then you know once we found these really high quality like amazing people um it was really easy to just reach out to them and, yep. and say this is what we love about your work this is why we think you need to be on our show and this is why you should be on our show and it was really awesome yeah and then we also like I think with everybody, we we sent the questions. Like mm-hmm. once we got everybody saying yes, mm-hmm. we sent them the questions to kind of prepare a little bit and kind of think about what they wanted to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we did the interviews themselves, we didn't like go word for word. Like, oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Here are the questions. Here are the answers. Oh, but yeah. it helped, I think. <laughs> everybody kind of prepare a little bit so that they mm-hmm. kind of came with an answer then instead of like just stumbling along yeah and i don't know them. that uh our listeners are really can gather that we had questions lined up for them right, right away because the, based no, on exactly. how we edited it afterwards like you really couldn't tell that we really asked almost everybody almost the same questions <laughs> uh which you know uh, and then we had a few very curated questions yeah. per based for on like what they their projects, their projects and you know especially saskia and colin yeah. about um you know Going antarctica <laughs> dive into that but it was also like each interview really led like was just a conversation with that person to get to know them and that's all those questions were was just a how to transition into let's get to know you and then we would go off from there exactly exactly yeah so it was it was uh it was a lot of fun and Mm -hmm. uh and then you know, having asked them all the questions, hearing everybody's very different and unique answers, <laughs> like that was quite uh, quite cool. But then editing it afterwards, because we really wanted a bit mm-hmm. more of that narration style in season two, um, mm-hmm. we, you know, kind of edited each of those re- responses to kind of fit their story instead of just like yep. read the question off and have them answer it in the episode, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so it was, so it was really cool. us just telling their story yeah. in a... In, in a nice more packaged way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then, so once we did the interview, which we did like on Google Hangouts and mm-hmm. like, I guess we should mention though, because everybody was all over the world, including us. Oh, yes, us, the scheduling. The scheduling yes. thing. <laughs> you, maybe you want to enlighten us how we yes, did that, because so I think you were a bit more I, I think I was more, <laughs> more organized on that at that front. So, yeah. of course, Jens and I split a lot of our, our tasks as we, yeah. as we do with the podcast. I think scheduling was on my plate for this. And after reaching out to everybody, uh, after they say yes, now it's a matter of like, okay, let's let's get them on the calendar. Let's yep. have specific days we're going to do interviews and, and mm. things like that. But uh, Jens is in Norway. And I'm in <laughs> and New, York, New York. <laughs> and our guest is somewhere else in the world. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one in particular that was really difficult for us to even find a time at all that was going to f- work for any of us was uh, Josie Young in Australia. Yeah. We are quite literally in three different spots we all were like over the world. The three different quadrants oh, of the, the planet. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, and somewhere it's night, trying to basically. find <laughs> one hour, one to two hours that aligns on all three quadrants of the world where it's not like super early or super late for any of us was nearly impossible yeah. uh, but we to, did it <laughs> i stayed up till i think we recorded until 10 my time so i think your and time, josie's was 7 a.m <laughs> yeah i was at the office in yeah. the i was in the afternoon for me so it was like yeah. a really good time for me but yeah. it was like 7 a.m in australia <laughs> and it was like yeah. 10 for you yeah. oh man that was, that was 
And it yeah. would have, and it, that was like pretty much the only way we could do it. It was one person was right. going to be in the afternoon, somebody was going to have to have it really late, and someone exactly. was going to have to have, be in like really early in the morning, and there was Regardless. no getting around it. No, no. Uh, but so it worked. It worked out. Josie's a morning person. Exactly. Love that. <laughs> some coffee before, and hey, she was ready to go. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so that was that was fun. But like scheduling itself, like mm-hmm. we we I don't remember what tool we used, but we had sent like oh, a schedule or. Like Calendly, or yeah, yeah, I think it's Calendly to schedule. So we picked some dates that worked for us and said, uh, over this month, these are the dates and times that are going to work for us. Very specifically, like Josie, that didn't necessarily work for her, (laughs) (laughs) but for most people, it actually worked out. We picked some times during the day, like a a window on uh, Saturdays and Sundays that would work for both of us, and so um, it helps that some of the people we were interviewing were in both our time zones, so um, they just picked a time slot, and then... We went from there. We just had the call. Had the call. <laughs> Did the interview. Sometimes we had more than one in a day, yeah. uh, which yeah. is a lot I think of fun. One of the weekends. Did we? I think one weekend we actually pushed three interviews. We did like three or four interviews in one, in weekend. one weekend. It was yeah. crazy. And I think maybe I think it was the same week we did like Nolan because mm-hmm. Nolan was on a Thursday afternoon yeah. or something really random um and then that, that weekend it was like saturday and sunday we were both like mm-hmm. back-to-back like interviews more. on both yeah. days <laughs> <laughs> it was like crazy but yeah. it worked out because we got all of our interviews done in a matter of a few weeks yeah exactly um because you know batching out how we yeah. were gonna do it yeah and i mean just like as a side note where, where we're at right now is like having had like done all the interviews before editing all of them mm-hmm. actually made it a cohesive season mm-hmm. that we knew kind of the style we wanted to go with when it came to the editing afterwards yep. so we really did like edit everything after we did all of the interview recordings and everything right um for the most part i think maybe we like Suski and colin were our last La- definitely the last one um yeah. and i may have already started on like allen's or something yeah knowing kind of what we were gonna do but but, at but that like point, it- the majority of them were like interviewed and done and yep. we just needed a few months to like compile everything and edit and yep. add the and music get everything and ready to go all of our narration parts and everything yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah we really like sort of chunked it all out and, and batched mm-hmm. the whole season and sort mm-hmm. of in one go so we did all of our planning in early like january february did the reaching out and scheduling and and actually doing the interviews in, you know february march and then it was March and April was hardcore editing for Jens <laughs> and then really narrations. <laughs> and so, I mean, Jens and I were on uh, <laughs> video chats almost every weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah. <laughs> it was intense. It I mean, was a lot. editing. It was like, a lot of fun, though. <laughs> 10 episodes in about two months is. You did almost kind of a, a lot. A handful of them <laughs> in one whole week. And yeah. <laughs> uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. But, but um, I once I got like a few down. Um, like yeah. just editing wise like you kind of set patterns or like you got kind of like yeah. I don't know it became easier as it went I yep. think the beginning I was kind of like oh this is going to be like well, even, a lot longer it's going to yeah, take longer than two months like <laughs> for me with like narrations and stuff yeah. like that like you you know you'd get the episode all done I'd listen to you yeah. and all your parts and then I'd go back and just batch through all my narrations yeah. for a handful of episodes yeah. in one day yeah. and so then we'd get all of those done and it was really and then I would edit them again then you edit again and put it all together and yeah. then send it and we review yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and speaking of review though right because <laughs> yeah. then 
So like once we Megan and I were happy with it, right? Yeah. Then then it was like, okay, well now we have to send it to the actual interviewee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make like, sure that what we are trying to like convey in the message we're saying is is on, in line with what, what they actually they were trying are, to say. Right. What, yeah, who yeah. they are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, making sure that some of our facts are right because you yep. know, there's sometimes you get things wrong in an interview yep. and Yep. And sometimes people say things that maybe they don't want on the actual yes. episode. So I think we had a few you know, mm-hmm. points when that happened, and it was good that we corrected that before publishing it. Right, so right, it exactly. That and too. then I think also with everybody, I mean, um, nearly everybody that we spoke to, English was their second language. There's only a yeah. handful of people yeah. who, you know, English is their first language. And so they also were just nervous about their accents and, yep. and things like that, even though we absolutely loved hearing the accents. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the writing and the accents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, people are very just conscious of it as yeah. you would be because yeah. it's not your native language yeah. but so yeah so once we kind of made their changes and mm-hmm. Megan and I listened to it one more time and made any changes that needed to be made on our ends then we just scheduled it and it went out when we kicked off the season yeah well I mean we had to make some album art in there and social media and all of that I think once the episodes were really like done and recorded I mean, we knew um, everything that was going on with um, the episode and what the story was going to say, then but I think we went about... We had scheduled all of the podcasts before true. the season started. And to be That's fair, true. I was pretty happy about that yeah. like, as an achievement in and of itself. They were in anchor and ready exactly. to go, more or less. Exactly. <laughs> the actual audio was in anchor. Exactly. The rest of it, the album art, the descriptions, nah. Right, exactly. <laughs> but the actual audio was definitely yeah. already in yeah. anchor and ready to go like before i wasn't even before was we like launched may, like the or, trailer yeah yeah i think it was like the first week of may we april were, or well, april no we kicked it off in may uh, what am i saying yeah we kicked <laughs> off in, in may but uh like, the trailer was april, up in april we were, yeah. yeah we were basically done with them in mid mm-hmm. april yeah yeah and at that point it was all on just you know getting <laughs> those little details left so now it's the you know the descriptions and yeah. the, the links making sure the links and work. the socials and the album art yeah. and then the website yeah <laughs> well and speaking of, right because we yeah. kicked off our website right around the same time right the around season. Yeah. yeah like season two started and mm-hmm. our website was up and to be to be fair like little behind the scenes disaster yeah. <laughs> we had originally in our episodes had said like our email and everything like hello mm-hmm. at designatlesspod.com and mm-hmm. we were like, oh, well, now we really need to have this now domain we, because we, actually we added it to all the recordings because <laughs> we didn't have it at the point when we were We wanted to do them. it, but no. then, you know, we you know we were planning on doing the website yeah. and whatever, but then all of a sudden I think it was April and we're like, we still have a website. Exactly. <laughs> like, we need to get it done. Uh, right. So we did, a, a, I guess you'd call it a soft launch. We really didn't, like, yeah. launch it too big. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely a version one. It's a work uh, in progress. It's a, it's a work in progress. Yes. You know, it's just our next project that we're gonna it'll be better for season three Three. and uh just you know keep keep looking at it but we had a good time with the website i think yeah Yeah. it was a ton of fun really awesome trying to learn webflow and getting the everything organized yeah and i mean (laughs) also just having a domain is like the next step as a professional like podcast so i was pretty happy about 
just getting our domain mm-hmm. and that it was available and everything too and like thankfully nobody had snatched it while we were yeah, still recording to I be know. fair that would have been a, another a disaster <laughs> yeah. would we would have had to re-record some things yeah. um but we didn't uh, no, that's good we're all good it's good um so yeah mm-hmm. but also i wanted to mention though the album art thing because that was yes. pretty fun or like i guess the branding of season two yeah we did kind talk, of change a bit of our brand identity in season two yeah. right and like using figma i think was mm-hmm. pretty cool because we were able to just like we i think we spent <laughs> i don't know i don't remember <laughs> right, how many hours we spent <laughs> but one of those saturday evenings that one we were of those saturdays meeting. that we were you know <laughs> yeah on video call yeah um, we we worked on like Figma and we were just like talking about the album art for hours. Hours. Like, should we have this there? Should we do this? How about this? Like we tried so many different versions yeah. for album art, and but like I think after mm-hmm. like collectively working on that for like mm-hmm. literally talking about like getting that feedback like instantly while we were doing it, like yeah, it was really so us, helpful. Yeah. Like being able to work on it together, and also honestly, I haven't worked on a project like that with another designer. <laughs> like actually working on a design yeah. like in the same file together in such a long time um, as like the only designer at my company like uh, (laughs) so it was such a great time to really just be able to like work in a file with somebody else and actually like you know we and spent, they're not the uh, what is it? We, the yeah, thing. exactly. They're not the, not client the client. We're the both file. we're both a client, and we <laughs> exactly. both have like the same vision and the same exactly. like style, and we knew yeah. what we wanted, and and so uh, it was really fun. We each took like our old branding and yeah. our old album art, and we yeah. said, "Here, take like twenty minutes. We're each gonna just sit here yeah. silent, <laughs> more or less silently, and, and work on our own designs for like uh, twenty minutes or so, yeah. or make a couple of versions of it, and yeah. then we go from there, and then we combine them, and then all of that. It was yeah. really uh, kind of fun. It was like a work, like a it was workshop. like a work. So so yeah, that's actually how our album art came about. And then we had to get photos from yes. everybody too to kind of um yeah, show who yep. they were and so on. So that was yep. kind of more coordinating on coordinating, my end and yeah. you know, getting photos and also just getting some more resources to use for social media. Like obviously Saskia and Colin had some amazing and incredible photos because yeah. they're photographers. Thank you. Thank exactly. You. <laughs> Thank you. Love them. Um, all the little penguins. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the sound effects. Let's be honest. And the sound effects. They, That's right. They sent me, well, which I mentioned in the beginning of that episode, but yeah. they sent me the sound effects of like every mm-hmm. you know all of the different animals and the wind and the boats and it was right. it kind of really makes that episode really Ugh, yeah. like next level because of that of yeah. sound effects and are actually coming from like Antarctica mm-hmm. they're not just like random sound effects I found online like that is actually from there so (laughs) that was pretty cool (laughs) yeah yeah that one that was such a fun I'm so happy that we decided to ask them for those like uh assets because it really sort of elevated the whole episode into Mm. something totally else because (laughs) yeah that was cool cool. because they they have the video files and they have like I think it was it was after our interview we were like wait they have video files. They have video. They have, that means they have audio. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, can we? Exactly, <laughs> We need those. Exactly. Um, and yeah, but it, it turned out so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. in terms of the rest of the assets and all of the different things that we got from everybody else, the, you know, social media, I got, I don't even know, like different files from Nolan and, and Bashar, photos from him and mm-hmm. Alan, some sketches. Like I got all kinds of stuff from 
everybody and it was really great to kind of connect with them afterwards because they at that point had already had their interview and they'd already probably almost heard like the episode and stuff as well so it was good to reconnect with them and be like hey we're still working on stuff and this is where we're at yeah definitely so like with what's next though like because now we're kind of at this point in time where it's like season three Mm -hmm. is coming (laughs) and we're still planning on it so I'm not really gonna give a lot of spoilers here but Mm -hmm. um, we are planning to do season three I think in the fall at some point like late fall Mm -hmm. and uh, we will definitely be announcing more of that on like social media and you know publicizing Mm -hmm. a bit more like when the kickoff will be we don't have the date yet sent and all that but we (laughs) will will. Um, (laughs) very soon we'll keep you posted on that one I don't think we even know (laughs) that's why I'm like being nice I'm like we don't know, but we will know, and we, we'll let you we'll know. know eventually. <laughs> we'll let you know. It's we're not gonna. But this fall, definitely. It. Sometime it'll this it'll fall. be this fall. Yeah. That's the general goal. Is this fall? Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. we might change up our style. I think that's yeah. that's a bit too of. I mean, not to really throw too many spoilers out there, but yeah. we are not probably gonna do like all narration mm-hmm. episodes co- or going all forward. Interviews um, or... Yeah. So or, yeah, because you know we and we'll transition to this next, like what yeah. we've learned. But mm-hmm. I think what's next, you know, it's a another step for us to change up what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. designers. We we, <laughs> we iterate. <laughs> we iterate. We're just iterating upon this. This next each season is the yeah. next version of the podcast. So right. um, it's not going to be the same as the last, and uh, it'll hopefully just be better. Exactly. And that's I think the goal. Yeah. So I'm yeah, and excited. and I mean. That is kind of the inflection point of what we learned here because, like, mm-hmm. what we want, we want to take everything that we've learned now and make season three mm-hmm. even better than even what we better. did in season two. And mm-hmm. when we did the editing and and then all the narration after, listening to all of that, we, we kind of felt like our voices, uh, yeah. like Megan and my voices, were a little bit muted, yeah. uh, per se. And I don't, and that it's, was, it's not a bad thing. It's not it's a bad not thing. A wrong I think, thing. And, just, and we kind of, you know, we could have anticipated that <laughs> happening because we do. We were doing interviews about right. of other people, right? And that's you know we were telling their stories, and so we wanted their voices and their stories to shine in right. this season. Um, but because of that, we lost some of our voice yeah. that yeah. we and had Megan and I in both felt the first this, season. Yeah, we both yeah. felt this way, and it was mm-hmm. yeah. And I think one thing we definitely want to do whether we don't know yet how we want to do it in season three but Mm -hmm. we're definitely going to do more like this exact type of vibe of episode that we're doing right now right it's like we're talking and having a conversation just megan and i um and then do interviews kind of intermittently but not Mm-hmm. An entire the season. interviews certainly are not going away because being no. able to to share the stories of other people and especially like designers who really may not have had their short story shared before there right. really was out of this season only two or three of them the last few people we interviewed were the ones that had maybe a larger audience and were maybe a little yeah. bit more well known yeah. um, but our first you know handful of interviews for the season they're not very well known in the industry or you know in their local area maybe but you know we get to share these stories that no one else around the world is hearing so um it was really cool to kind of connect on that point of it so i think that's not going to go away but 
we're going to come back. <laughs> we're coming back. <laughs> we're coming back. It is our show at the end of the day, right, Megan? <laughs> also, I mean, the number of uh, video chats we had over the last year or so of us doing this exact same thing, this this ripping, yeah. this being able to talk for hours and hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, we say so many great things and we wish we could share it with you guys. And right. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, we, we miss that a little bit. So we're going to bring it back. Yes, yes. When it came to feedback, we got some feedback from the people that we interviewed and you know it was really helpful I think mm-hmm. when it came to that because I mean Megan and I like gave each other feedback like what we could improve what mm-hmm. you know as we went but also just having like that external source or like the person's interview that we told through the mm-hmm. with their story in that episode like just getting their feedback before we launched it I mean it was great but like at times it was also like a lot of work. Yeah. To well, I mean, at changes. the end of the day, we are designers interviewing other designers. Yeah. And as designers, we all have opinions, <laughs> <laughs> um, which we love uh, to hear and always. But it's, you know, one of those things where you learn to take an opinion uh, or not take it. And yeah. that's, you know, we had to figure that out this season. I think we we didn't experience that in season one at all really because we were still trying to figure it out with ourselves um, our friends and our, and our friends we're really and nice stuff. and yeah exactly and so now we have like this different level of dynamic because they're almost not necessarily a client but like yeah. sort of that same level yeah. of you know and we yeah. but we did want to make like all of our interviewees really happy about yes. the episode. I mean, that was part of our goal. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we didn't want somebody to be like, oh, we don't want my story published now because you guys aren't making my story sound great. So mm-hmm. our intention was always to make everybody sound great. I mean, yes. um, it just ended up that some of the ad- feedback additionally that was coming mm-hmm. was like, like we wanted to keep our show, our show. Yes, that, yeah. So that that's where kind of, we. You know, I didn't want to lose that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. because so. there is a point where it's their show or it's our show, yeah. and so yes, we're telling their story, but it is our show too. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a very nice, no, <laughs> nicer way to say that, but <laughs> or if we're gonna include that, but I don't you know, know. <laughs> but that's that point. <laughs> <laughs> that's that point. That's what we were talking about. Um, but also, there was a lot of writing that was involved in. Yes, our, you did a lot of writing. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a writer slash yeah. audio editor. I feel like you're way better at the writing stuff than <laughs> I am. I don't know. Like when I when it comes to like writing like social media post content, like that's a totally different world. Yeah. <laughs> like it's one or two sentences yeah, and right. half the time I'm ripping off of whatever yeah, you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> or the theme of the episode yeah. or whoever, whatever somebody said. <laughs> or like a quote or something yeah. or um, something kind of Yeah, generic. no, there was a lot of brainstorming. And I think too, when I, f- like the way the method of editing, because it kind of goes with the editing thing like Mm -hmm. writing Uh, it was first obviously we did the interview and then I was like okay this is what they said I took out the parts like that I thought okay this I will use this and it's like it's too much or too much info I mean we spent like an hour in each interview at least and the yeah. episodes are maximum 30 minutes so we did mm. a, like a lot of <laughs> a lot, lot of cutting that got cut, unfortunately yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I think it just you yeah. know we used the best parts out of it mm-hmm. and and I think everybody was just happy about that because, you know, yep. we do riff about random stuff at times. Like, Oh, yeah. There was <laughs> so. certainly conversations that were totally left out of the episodes yeah. that I'm sure are funny or yeah. interesting to other people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but in light of time, it was in just... In light of time. I mean, we, I mean, you condensed 
almost nearly two hours worth of an interview yeah. down to 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, granted, some of that is technicality stuff. Yeah. Some of it is our questions being asked. Questions and, being asked, yeah. exactly. And still, you know, once was, you get down to it, there's still it's still a lot to like condense yeah. down. And there were certainly topics that I think we you know eventually edited out. But I think yep. it, in the end, it worked out great. And you wrote like a really great narrative for everybody and then your you know narrations on top of all of that were thank you just you know an added level <laughs> so nice the Megan thing. so nice <laughs> the whole of you thing. I, love it. I don't know it's great no but I always loved reading like the narrations when you'd send them over I'm like okay what are we talking like, <laughs> what, what are we doing what, what, what is the story here <laughs> what is the story here <laughs> but really and I could I could see your thought, thought process throughout yeah. like all of like the narrations when yeah. you're reading them like yeah. like this is great like yeah. I totally get That's it nice. but like it did the story because it was really like what the interviewee said and mm-hmm. then I just had to like back up or edit something out that yeah. they had said and then revise it in the way I would say it. Yes. And that I I think by doing that multiple times I got better as I went. But yeah. like mm-hmm. that was definitely the way that helped me uh like create mm-hmm. the story more effectively than being like, Oh, I have to randomly write something now yeah. and then hope it makes sense with what they're saying. Instead, yeah. I took what they said, took it, like, basically mm-hmm. cut it out and then said it in a different right, format. Right, because a lot revised. of what they, you know, whether it was a topic transition or, um, you know, whatever, like, we we were really just set in stage for whatever it is yep. they're going to talk about next. Right. And so either during the interview, they said it mm-hmm. or we had asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, and at, yeah. I think at some points, too, I actually rephrased the question mm-hmm. as just a, like, sentence for the Yeah, exactly. Narration. Or the, they talked about a topic that we needed, you know, additional information on, like, jujitsu like does anybody yep. know anything about jujitsu no, no but we learned we learned about jujitsu i had to read something to make a narration about I, it and there were multiple types of jujitsu just we saying both had to. <laughs> didn't we, even know that yes yes we had to like totally like change the narrations then so yeah that was kind of a lot of things on like my part like yeah. you know editing a lot writing a lot getting a mm-hmm. lot of feedback and iterating on it and where i had to for the episode itself um, but you also did a lot of things when it came mm-hmm. to kind of more after the the episodes were in mm-hmm. anchor and scheduled and ready to go. Like it was then kind of your turn to, <laughs> yeah, to then take it was really kind the of next turn. weeks to really I think, yeah, get the ground running. Yeah. Jens has had a break for the last few weeks and <laughs> I've been like every single Taking week. Holidays, <laughs> I, I've been hard at work here every single yeah. week. But no, um, I, um, I really kind of took over. I ended up having to like learn new tools during this season um so for the website um obviously we are two people and uh we are (laughs) are both designers (laughs) we're both designers but only one person can really kind of build something at a time (laughs) especially like a website um and so jens ended up designing uh, a lot of the website and then i built it out yeah the mock-ups uh obviously in Figma because we're designers. Why would we not design the website before we built it? Um, So um, Jens and I worked on, you know, the designs and stuff, but I actually did the um, hard work of understanding and learning uh, Webflow Mm -hmm. in order to actually build our website. And on top of that, I also had to learn Figma because (laughs) I don't use Figma. No. (laughs) I introduced Figma to Megan during this podcast. um, (laughs) I, I don't use Figma for my job. And so I, because I technically, I guess I'm a graphic designer, graphic and brand designer. I mostly am an Adobe yeah. uh, illustrator and such. And anytime I use, do prototyping or mock-ups and stuff, 
I use XD because that's no. what I have. And it's an Adobe, so it And makes it's Adobe, sense. Yeah. or I use Sketch because that's what we had previously or whatever. And so I, I'm familiar with uh, XD and Sketch, so mm-hmm. Figma was really not a hard <laughs> thing for me to learn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is for anybody once you've learned those two. And so it was pretty quick to for me to figure it out. And actually, I really enjoy Figma. I yeah. absolutely love it. I love it's great. So I used, and then I ended up using Figma for the content uh, planning and social media stuff. So all of our graphics I ended up making in, in Figma throughout the season so that I could keep practicing on Figma and yep. keep using it because you got to use your tools in order to exactly. <laughs> be Improve an expert in them. And so, and, and yeah. One side note on Figma quick, like ver- working, you know, in different time zones and mm-hmm. kind of just remotely for all of this except for today yeah (laughs) um basically by using figma we were able to really work collaboratively Mm -hmm. on the assets and everything together and so like you could add comments Mm -hmm. or i made a mock-up and then you like just changed some things that made more sense in webflow and like Mm -hmm. just being able to it didn't matter really what time zone we were in because i would just do something go to bed and megan would work on something in her evening and then i would come back it was was really great though right instead of like having to send you a file and then yeah email it back yep. like all that we, and, and we're who sharing knows, the exact know. same file we're yeah. working the exact same thing so yeah. like at any point in time Jens could go in and take yep. a look at the social media files and see yep. what's up or <laughs> uh or you know i could same with like the website yeah. you know when i was building the website if Jens decided to make any changes on you know the content or whatever i could yep. go in and, and take a look at that Definitely. um but yeah, it was really cool kind of learning those two products and also Webflow. I'm obsessed. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anybody else uh, knows what Webflow is, but I'm going to just give it a plug because I love it. Um, it's not sponsored, by the way. It's not sponsored, <laughs> and we wish it was, but someday. Um, but I use it now for my personal website as well. But it's probably one of the coolest website builder products out there, I'd say, without having to actually like, hand code a website. Yeah. It's a no-code tool. Um, but if you understand code, I think it it makes it really easy for you to understand the, I guess, the mechanics behind all of it and what yeah. you're doing. And uh, there's the so much. And yeah, like classes editing. and, and wor- the way that you work with it. Um, yeah. If you understand CSS, you totally understand Webflow. Um, and it's just without actually, you don't actually have to write any code. <laughs> um, and it's just really great. You can so press funny. the buttons um, and it's a good time. But you have like the full flexibility to do whatever it is that you want to do, which I think yeah. is the biggest downfall when it comes to like any no code <laughs> website builders yeah. because you get stuck in a template or a theme or whatever. And Webflow, as a designer, you can literally just take your Figma file and just start designing it right in Webflow. You can yep. make your whole website look exactly like you want it to and do exactly yep. what you want it to. And even more than what you could do in like like Figma or XD yep. or whatever. Like I designed my website in XD and I have like half of the things in it that I actually ended up putting in Webflow because once I got into Webflow, it was like really cool. Yeah, so you could add a bunch of animations. And other yeah, the animations and the after scroll effects, effects and the, yeah. I don't know, all kinds of fun stuff. And there are like Webflow University, they have like a learning content platform as well. And they are just so entertaining. Um, I could sit and watch their videos like all day yeah. long, learn, learn how to use Webflow and also just be entertained at the same yeah. time. Um, so... If you don't know what play, you gotta go check it out. Yeah.
Um, and then also when it came to a bunch of the social media uh, posting and everything, mm-hmm. like you created all of the assets and like all of the posts yes. in Figma, which like I think you were previously mentioned, but it was really cool to just see like mm-hmm. how you were working in Figma and all of the things that you made. But yeah. like you also had used some tools to schedule oh, yes. those so as well, So right? we previously were using, um, there's, you know, a million different um, social media scheduling tools out there. And, <laughs> and you did notice there was a lot of bad ones. There's a lot of bad ones. Uh, <laughs> I did a lot of research on these. You um, did. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we, we're doing this for free. Like, oh, right. this is, for the most we're part, we're just doing we this for you really guys. We're not making we love any you. money. We, we do this because we love you. And so we don't want to spend a ton of money on like <laughs> subscriptions and things like that. One and day we will. One, <laughs> but... someday, someday we'll be able to pay for a better yeah. social media scheduling platform. But um, right now is not it. So, no. <laughs> uh, definitely use like a combination of a lot of things. But I think uh, this season I had to decide on a new platform than what I used last season because uh, they what we were using before was Hootsuite. They changed their requirements and then we couldn't schedule out like hardly anything no. anymore on their free version, which was really sad. So I went and looked at all of the other free versions of all kinds of other things and I settled on one called Publer and it is really nice. Pretty, I like it a lot. Um, it's, you know, could be better. Their paid versions, I'm sure, are a lot better than the free one, but for the most part, the free one's pretty great. Mm-hmm. And so I used and learned how to use that one. They're all pretty similar, I'd say. No. <laughs> Do the same thing. No. Um, but I also, you know, using like Facebook Creator Studio, Studio for Instagram and Facebook sometimes as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely had to learn about all of those. But I also use Airtable to manage, I think, and plan out my posts. Yeah. Well, when, and speaking of Airtable quickly too, mm-hmm. because we do a lot of our episode a lot planning. Of stuff in Airtable, yeah. yeah, it's not just social media. Like <laughs> yeah. I think that's social media helps. But it's good that you keep it in there because yeah. we also do our episodes. Yes, that you know prior Airtable to social media is in there too. The, I think the living, breathing everything about the podcast. Exactly. One, one database. It's our yep. podcast database. It, is. it really is. <laughs> it's really it also exactly has our guests who are on our waiting list. Yes. And <laughs> upcoming, you know, season three ideas. It and has everything. our uh, like. <laughs> episode descriptions yep. it has the yeah like the show the notes art, the album art the everything we need for one episode you can find in like yep. one place um <laughs> as well as all of the episodes in the seasons and right. the social media attached to those seasons <laughs> and um eventually the data for our website so <laughs> there's a ton of stuff happening in Airtable. Yeah. Also one of my favorite products just ever. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely like how we've organized all of our stuff. And yeah. and yeah. I think, you know, the quality of our show is a it's positive because like mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a good thing that's come out of all of the organizing that we've done mm-hmm. to then create good quality content and yeah. also our episode just just better because of it so right and, and because we're and, remote and, oh, like yeah. <laughs> you know it's <laughs> we need these tools to keep yes. track because otherwise this would probably not be possible without like right. keeping you know like who is doing what what is done what there's is a, not. a ton of information so. being passed behind the scenes yeah. and that you guys they just don't see and so it's it's great to kind of keep it all in one place and connected and being able to do it digitally at any point in time and not have to save any files like it's brilliant it's It's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) it's brilliant we love the cloud
But we have some really exciting news. We do. You want to do the... The honors? Honors. Okay. Drum roll, everybody. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> um, okay, so... At the beginning of the se- well, okay, I say the beginning of the season, let's say May, um, the actual beginning of like the releasing of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in May, we discovered this pot- podcasting competition called uh, Road or My, My Roadcast. Road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, this podcasting competition called My Roadcast, and we decided that we wanted to enter the competition. And yeah. uh, so, a little bit more about the competition i think it's just a a competition that road microphones does uh, in combination with they also did with anchor um and they just as a side note we were a bit attuned to it because we actually use road mics that we purchased for our episodes (laughs) and we use anchor so (laughs) it was like a perfect combination of of the tools and the platforms we're using yes and then they were offering this contest as well which was yes so it's just a contest for um podcasters to be creative and innovative and whatever small content creators Creators. It's not certainly for big creators. There wasn't a ton of really big names that I saw. No. None th- There's so many podcasts out there. There were a lot of um, submissions, though. But Home. there was, you know, 1,623 submissions to yes. this competition. Um, but it was, we submitted in early May, right around the time that yep. we already had our season out. It was another um, avenue, I guess, of advertising. And to anybody who voted, Yes. When we kind of announced that we had submitted and got mm-hmm. accepted into the contest. Um, thank you. We appreciate it. And thank you very much because. Because <laughs> we landed in the top 100 out of Ooh. all of these podcasts. Uh, we ended up uh, becoming a highly commended winner. And uh, it was very exciting. The fact that there were that many episodes that mm-hmm. were submitted and that we made it into the top 100 list. Um Again, it's just like yeah. so amazing. We've only published 20 episodes and we're already, Total, yeah. you know, winning awards in the top 100. Yeah. So yeah. to yeah. me, I'm just like, this has just been such a great journey. And I think something that both mm-hmm. Megan and I never thought would ever happen. Yeah, <laughs> to yep, be exactly. And uh, yeah, and we put a lot of hard work into it. So we're mm-hmm. also really happy that what we are doing actually yep. is being noticed. Mm-hmm. And the way that they actually did the contest is they they had a variety of, they had like People's Choice Award and they had a variety of other types of uh, awards that um, mm-hmm. you, you could win. Um, yes. Based on the criteria of how it was voted on, but the the top 100 uh, majority of those were voted on by judges. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember the judges. Uh, yeah, so they but, had a panel of judges. I quite honestly yeah. don't know. I think there was a handful of judges, like maybe. But five they were or, only like no- five or six judges. They were quite notable people in like yes. the audio podcast space. I think they yes. weren't just like random people. <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah, very specific people yes. um, that they chose to judge this competition. You had to like in order to enter, like, you had to be accepted. You didn't have to like it wasn't just a you can enter and no. whatever. You had to be accepted because there are certain criteria we had to meet. It could only be up to two minutes long, yep. and which is where our trailer really. Came yeah, in handy. <laughs> it had to be two minutes long and. It had to be a small podcast with big ideas and wanted to leave the listener wanting more, which yeah. is exactly what our goal of the trailer was in the first right. place. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. so it was really like a perfect fit and perfect and timing, timing yeah. uh, for the beginning of the season because we submitted right in early May and right when the season had started and we had more coming and it was exactly. really kind of cool. And it also just the timing in the end worked out really well because we found out 
just this week exactly. that we won. <laughs> right <laughs> before we were about to meet and do this recording. And like, we what? just wrapped up our season. So, right. like, that's just really exciting. Exactly. Um, so the timing on the whole thing was really exciting. And so, yeah. And just as a side note, too, there were over, like, within these, like, over 1,600 ep- mm-hmm. ep- um, podcasts that were submitted, they come from over 60 different countries. All so over the world. it's literally yeah. a global, like... Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I mean, contest. the entries from the U.S. alone are, I mean, crazy. But yeah, so thank you again, everybody, for voting, uh, if you did. And mm-hmm. we look forward to hopefully winning more awards in the future. And we'll definitely keep you posted. And we really just appreciate you guys for voting and getting us noticed and mm-hmm. just and keep sharing the love <laughs> exactly and thank you for tuning in this season and really just like listening to our show and joining us on this wonderful journey yeah mm-hmm. so stay tuned for season three because yes. we are going to announce some really exciting things really soon yes <laughs> and um and yeah i guess that's all for now so yeah Thanks again right. for tuning in, everybody, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll uh, talk to you guys again soon. Talk to you soon. Outro music. Don't forget to join us for our next episode by subscribing to the show and leaving a positive review. We really appreciate it. To learn more about Design Atlas and to sign up for updates, visit our website at designatlaspod.com. If you want to get in touch with us or have a topic idea for our next episode, feel free to send us an email at hello at designatlaspod.com or DM us on Instagram at designatlaspod. Thanks for listening. I'm Megan Ludke. And I'm Jens Springsteen.